This is the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast. Your hosts, Sam Harris and Nicholas Farik, digest the most interesting, informative, and topical books, giving you their biggest insights. We expose different perspectives and tools to look at the world to make you wiser than yesterday. Hey there, listener, and welcome to the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast. My name is Nico. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host and good friend, Sam. And in this special episode, we are reviewing the books that we read in the season that just ended, which was the business season. We've read quite a few books, and um, now we want to just do a quick recap. We want to discuss what our favorite books were. We'll also add a wildcard book, as we did in our 2020 recap. And uh, finally, we will be introducing the next series. So the next series will be about the human body, and we'll give you a list of all the books that we plan on reading. So, Sam, how are you doing? What did you like? How do you feel about the uh, all the books that we read? Yeah, I liked it. I I didn't feel majorly impacted, perhaps as much as some of the other series that we've done, because I've done so much business reading already that it was sort of like a small oh, some more business books that are also good, as opposed to okay, I haven't read all the ancient philosophy, or I haven't read that much about like racism and these things before, and reading those was like oh, whoa, this season's really impacted me. But good selection of books. Uh, happy that we went through them and I really enjoyed the conversations uh, around it. So glad that we did it. Yes, agreed. Yeah, also in, enjoyed it. Um, but I felt like I think um, same as you. It, the books were not, or most of them were not very Lindy, as our uh, friend Nassim Taleb would say, that they're um, very practical, very narrow sometimes. But... It could be that in five years we're going to need like a, a revised edition or, or they might need some reworking, at least some of them. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think that reflects in my top three. The ones that I picked were more, yeah, I fail, I think. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, I think it's 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 it's, it's probably normal. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to go through the books. Uh, we'll give you like a f- short one sentence explanation of, um, of the books itself. And then Sam and I will tell you either... Um, in three tiers, what we think of the book or what we still remember of the book, because this is quite a while after we actually read and, and recorded the previous episodes. Um, and so uh, the three tiers are one, like you th- still think about it every day, which is for me, for example, what I have with uh, Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. Um, the second tier is, it's kind of useful. I use it once in a while. Um, and the next tier is the last tier is uh, basically forgot about what the book was about. All right, let's start. The first book we read was Shoe Dog, which is the memoir of Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, which tells a story about how he started and built the company. I'd say it's a two. I'm not, I we're not doing numbers, it. Sam. There's oh. a tweet. Ah, in the middle, you mean the middle one? Yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the middle ah, yeah, one. Okay. As yeah, in, yeah. I actually really, it really helped me with like the concept of like, loads of things can be going wrong, but uh, you sort of, you're still making progress. Success isn't like linear. And um, I think that's always stuck with me, but I think that's part of like many concepts have contributed to that. It's just like another thing. So it's not like this book is, has forced out upon me, but um, historian. So on the lower really end, good. on the lower end from, I use this from time to time. Yeah. Mi- middling. Uh, All right. Good, good read, but. All right. Yeah, true. Um, so, uh, for me, it's, it's kind of forgettable. So I, I like literally didn't think about the book for the past two months or something. So, um, it's a nice read, um, but I didn't learn that much. Um, all right. That's Shudok. Next book, The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. 
talks about how to build a startup and a product the anti-fragile way. So basically a lot of entrepreneurs start with a big idea, a big vision, and then they start executing, but um, they actually forget to check if what they're building is actually what people want and what their customers want. So the, he talks about that. Yeah, this this one definitely comes up uh, a lot uh, in my thinking um, when I'm talking to people about their businesses that they start. Uh, I still I still struggle to give it a one. I feel like a high two. <laughs> of like, I, I wouldn't say every day it doesn't re reach that grade, but it's like, yeah, it's useful. It's got some good concepts that um, do regularly come up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for me, it's... it's um at the top tier where I subconsciously not necessarily think, ah, Eric Ries said this, but it's it's a kind of a way to live life. It's, it's basically the anti-fragile approach, right? Where instead of, you know, thinking about something and, and trying to find like a theory around it, just try it a bunch of times and then you'll you'll find out what works and what doesn't. Um, so for me, it's, uh, it's, it's at the top. All right, next book, Ben Horowitz, The Hard Thing About Hard Things, um, which, so Ben is the... Uh, one of the founders of one of the biggest VC funds. Uh, he has a lot of experience building startups. Um, and so his book helps for a light at the challenges a CEO of a fast growing tech startup uh, has to go through. Interesting. So I, I again, really enjoyed this book, but wouldn't think about it every day. I think it's, a, for me, it's the exact same as uh, Shoe Dog. It taught me the same, like, holy shit, everything kind of goes wrong, but somehow you muddle through. You don't even realize how you're going to muddle through, but you just keep going. And it kind of gave me that sort of resilience feeling again. And um, the high pressure, constant stress, you sort of get used to and feel like more comfortable with. So again, like the two of, I think about it as a general concept from other things in many ways, it just helps contribute to that. So um, for me again, also similar to Shoe Dog, but for me that is actually a tier three where I haven't thought about his book in the last months. Um, so for me, quite forgettable, although it was useful, it wasn't as nice of a read as shoe dog, but I think it had more valuable insights. Um, so there's a <laughs> kind of trade off there. Cool. All right. Next book, the messy middle by Scott Belsky. And so it talks about the part in a startup between the, the most romantic parts. So basically you're starting in a garage and, and the next time people talk about your startup, you're basically IPOing or selling yourself for a, a gajillion dollars. Um, and so it talks about the messy middle, which is the middle parts, which is the hardest part. Definitely. Actually, a really valuable concept and a, and a great book, but don't think about it at all. It's a three for me, just because I think I've read plenty of other books around like the difficulties of scaling stuff and there's more specific things. I think as it's a hard one to do abroad, like the whole of a whole bit in the middle it's like there's i think reading specific books around like management and specific books around how to be a, a ceo uh, your journey that kind of stuff i think are more useful than this although there was nothing bad in it it's a, it's a really good read but i just don't think about it at all compared to like the more focused niche books on the different areas that you that you need in, in that messy middle <laughs> yeah yeah agreed for me um i actually <laughs> almost had to look up what the book was about again because I completely, completely forgot. It's it's also as you said, it's it's almost more like a motivational book where it's not really a handbook, um, where it's just about like this all happens and you you'll get through it. But it's not that you can like be at a, in a situation, open up the messy middle, scroll to the page yeah, where yeah. that exact thing happens and how they solve it, which is more the case in the hard thing about hard things. But I feel these books are feel very similar to me. Yeah, it's just uh, less memorable. Mm -hmm. yeah exactly hard thing about hard so, things basically 
Yeah, so lo lower on the in the tier three. Yeah. Cool. Next book, obviously awesome by April Dunford, which is a book which focuses on positioning. So um, yeah, there's a lot, lot has been said about positioning and how to put yourself and your product in the market. Um, and she, yeah, gives a basic framework for that, so how to use it, um, how to make it work for you. Um, and especially useful for software as a ser service startups. I've spoken to a lot of people that say this book's awesome and I've watched some of our talks and they're really good. And yeah, I just haven't thought about it at all. And I'm going to have to honestly say it's a three in that I just haven't used it. I feel like I probably should, like I need to reread it again, just like at the point when I'm about to do my branding or something and be like, okay, let's just analytically look about it by um, positioning whilst reading this book. And I think I, you need to read it at the right time. Otherwise it's just like some nice information and then you forget about it perhaps, but yeah i think and we we had a chat earlier about like um investing in brands and why like when you're trying to make investments actually a brand stuff is really important and i think it's so true and so if you can use this book well and help position yourself and do a good brand it's like super important i just um haven't been thinking about it which is a complete failure so i feel like i, I should be thinking of this as a one and i'm failing mm -hmm. so and verdict three yeah still still like right. honest um, same for me. So again, I had to look up what the book was about again, just to refresh my memory, to be able to tell you that it's about positioning, which I might've come up with if I, if I thought a bit, but again, um, and I think there's going to be a recurring theme. I'm personally not really like, I'm not building a startup right now. I'm working on some projects, but nothing like tech startup as, as Sam is, is, is doing. Um, and so, yeah, l l let's end with that. Like how, how you should read <laughs> our scoring system. Um, next book hooked by Nir Eyal which is a book which talks about how to build habit-forming products using the hook cycle. So Sam, what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, this is definitely a one for me. I have been uh, building a tech startup where I'm trying to make technology for people that's sort of useful for them, that they have a reason to come back for, which makes lots of sense. I've been thinking about my own tech usage. Like uh, over this, this week, I've been um, using my phone a bit too much lately like i was looking at my screen time it's like this is shit deleted the apps that i was doing the most of and just trying to find different ways to sort of get what i was trying to do but in a much more reserved way and just thinking about this hooked model and um yeah i've been posting talking about it blogging literally thinking about this the stuff that he talks around um the cycles of what gets your behavior and, and your attention and stuff and it's a great book mm -hmm. agreed so for me it's also i don't think about it every day maybe i I, I, in a way, I think I do because it's actually as like the lean startup feels like a manifestation of um, the anti-fragile. And I feel like um, Hooked is like a practical manifestation of the book, Why Buddhism is True, which is, I mean, it's not like, but it, it feels like it, it's in line with that principle where you, we as humans have, have like through evolution where some of our habits and actions have been rewarded which and because the actions that helped our survival have been historically rewarded because that's what leads to us like that's how evolution works um man i can't explain this stuff right now <laughs> anyway um and it feels like hooked is uh, basically giving <laughs> entrepreneurs the handbook on how to hack that system um and and to make people uh, use your product, which I think is is a dangerous power. It can be used for good, but also I think most of the time is actually used for for bad. So I think it's um, a great book, tier one mm. for sure. Yeah, well, where why wisdom is true goes into like how to control your attention and use it in the right ways, and not having it go down like unuseful pathways. And hooked is exactly about like 
where your attention gets caught up and how companies can catch it and what they do with it and why your attention is so easily available and stuff depending on how the product is formed and um yeah it's really insightful good next book venture deals by brett felt and jason mendelson which basically describes um the whole getting funded by a vc process as an entrepreneur from start to finish gives you useful tips gives you um best strategies of, on how to approach these things best practices from the industry um edge cases that might be solved things to keep in mind uh feels like almost it could be a textbook for like a university course on this specific stuff mm. which it actually might be actually definitely yeah i i did they have like um an online course of this mm. as well and we had like i think seven modules each week had to do some different things it was good okay yeah i would i would put this as a one again in terms of if you're in any kind of company trying to raise venture capital you should just have read this book basically it just gets you so much more aware of like the other side of like the venture arm and um also you know i'm thinking about like other things i want to do with my time and and life and how I, I spend my attention and some of that is like investing and just understanding how like venture capital you get into it and all that kind of stuff is really useful and yeah think about it quite a lot and it's certainly been very helpful cool for me it's uh it's a high tier two so um it's not that i think about it every day but um i do spend quite a lot of time thinking about startups and investing in startups and whenever i do i uh well the knowledge from this book some of the terminology some of the principles um, are useful so um high two low one somewhere in there and then finally our last book that we read R good strategy bad strategy written by richard rumold which says that strategy as a lot of people think uh, is not ambitious goal setting vision or charisma but it is rather a structured approach which identifies key challenges and proposes actionable uh, next steps to reach to overcome challenges and reach objectives yes i thought this is a really good book i put this as a high two or low one as you've just been using in terms of yeah if you don't have a strategy you get lost and you just realize how many companies don't have them or how many people don't have a strategy for their day or stuff and just if you think about where you're putting your energies it's just so good to identify the points where you need to expend that energy in the best way and it's a great book mm -hmm. great for me i'm gonna put it at a two yeah because it feels like it's um it wasn't very mind like I, I don't really think about the book but i do think about the principles but i felt like i was already thinking about the principles a bit yeah so I um agree i think for the for this book if you don't consider yourself a very strategic thinker um and i think actually <laughs> playing games if you're if you tend to win a lot of games and these could be any type of games this could be monopoly this could be uh like some other board games or video games um i think if you tend to win a lot of those games you probably utilize the stuff that is discussed in this book and if you tend to lose a lot of games or not be very good at them uh, this might be a useful book to to help you in that um that's a uh, very short how i think about it so it's for me it's a uh, yeah tier one tier two uh between those all right top three quickly let, let's just say the top three and then uh, from bottom to to top and then and then we can discuss like which of the three or whatever we want what's your top three so my top three was number three the one we just spoke about good strategy bad strategy i feel like i want to spend a bit more time uh really sort of going through it um because I, I don't feel like i remember as much of it but i do think like the principles were very solid 
and so that was my third. My second was venture deals, which I found super useful, as you know, and um, taught me a lot around VC things. And then the first one was Hooked, which uh, I just thought was super awesome and was like a really, really, really great book. If you, uh, whether you're even building a tech startup or not, I think it's just fascinating to like understand the psychology of how all these things work and how your time and attention gets um, used. And yeah, it was great. If you're listening to this podcast, the principles from Hooked have been used on you. So it's very useful to um, to have read it, to understand the framework um, and to think about what happens like throughout the day, like just be conscious of what's happening. Like as we discussed, like when I, every time I go sit on the toilet, I take up my phone and I open like, I don't know, Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever. Um, and this is clearly a hook in, in my mind. Um, and the thing is that I don't even think about it too much, like enough. I don't even realize it anymore. And um, again, just thinking about talking about the book, I, I realized that I have to stop doing that or at least be conscious. Um, anyway, my top three, which everyone's waiting for. Yeah, so, anticipation. Anticipation. So, <laughs> thanks. Uh, number three is venture deals. And it's a close fight between that one and good strategy, bad strategy. Um, but I think venture deals is something... I guess I learned more out of than good strategy, bad strategy. As I said, I'm yeah, I love playing games and I've become relatively good at at being able to, you know, game the system in a way and, and make sure that I have the, the best chance of winning. Um also because I'm I'm way too competitive, unhealthily competitive. Um so yeah, I, I, I like venture deals more because I learn more there. So top two is uh hooked. And so we we just discussed why why I really like it. And then my my favorite book, I think, in the entrepreneurship series, and I think the best book in entrepreneurship points is The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. And I think this is like literally, if you're starting a company and you haven't read The Lean Startup, like don't even talk to me if, if you're looking for investments. I'd be interested to hear people make a good case for why they're not using that framework. That would be something interesting. Um, but at least you have to have read it. So you don't have to follow it if you can make a good case for not following it. Although I can't imagine one, uh, but you have to have read it basically. Yeah, I think I maybe, um, I read it so long ago and then I've read so many other books that cover some of the similar concepts that I sort of don't value that book as much because like the whole methodology around it or like if you read Four Steps to Epiphany, it's very similar, lots of stuff. And um, but yeah, if you're going to read one book on that, it, it, it makes much more sense, actually. I kind of agree with you that, yeah, it's probably the OG book on like business startup strategy of what you should be doing. And yeah. So you're jealous of my top three. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm talking totally from fine. my own personal standpoint, so whatever. <laughs> so um, I think it's just imp important to keep in mind that I, I think if you're not starting a company, um, my top three might be relatively good representation or my thoughts because I'm not starting a company which is, is very clear in what I still think about and what I don't still think what I don't think about um, maybe I'll be I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I don't know that might be come across as extremely arrogant but my point is that um, I think if you had to choose some books I would go with uh, the Lean Startup Hooked and, and uh, maybe not Venture Deals and I would go maybe with Good Strategy Bad Strategy if you're like completely separate from the startup industry all right Finally, uh, a little wild card. So Sam and I are avid readers. We've both read way more books on entrepreneurship than the ones we did or we discussed in the podcast. And so we just now uh, wanted to give ourselves a chance to highlight another book uh, that had a profound impact on our thinking in, in this space. So Sam? 
Yes, mine was the four-hour work week. I think that was the book that really got me into reading like non-fiction business books and um, really gives a good way to value your time and understand like the from the core of like starting like a startup idea to then like just um working out how to automate every process that you do and then always trying to like give yourself more time so that you can take on new challenges or have more time in your life for doing fun things and i don't there's so many business books that don't really help you achieve the end goal of success and it's talking about success basically on your terms and people think that it's like four hour work week is okay you're going to work four hours and you're going to live on a beach or whatever and like it's it's not about that it, it is about like minimizing yeah it's, it's about freedom minimizing the time that you don't want to spend doing difficult unfun things and maximizing it on like however you want to do it which may be other difficult things but stuff that you enjoy and um it's just great principles and helps you go towards living the life that you want i have since reread it i think i reread it last year and it was not as good as when i read it the first time because it's got some stuff that is very much like how to handle a va but from 10 years ago of how to book them and stuff and it's got quite a lot of websites that you can use for different things sometimes where you're like actually just an updated version would be good right now tim um but 70 percent of the content is still like timeless uh, i would say okay so some non-lindy parts in there um, actually, um, I have to confess, I've never read the book. And the reason is that I've wanted to read it, but it wasn't available in audiobook format. So, Mr. Tim Ferriss, if he hasn't done it already, I actually don't know. Yeah, I I reread it last year in audiobook format, so it must be possible. Yeah, but then I because it it took a while, I think, to get out to to come out in in audiobook format. So anyway, um, yeah, I think uh, it's something I'm, I'm very interested in reading. But I think I feel like because I, I I've seen a lot of videos and, and podcasts with Tim Ferriss, and so I feel like uh, I kind of nobody nobody talks about, I guess. But uh, it's it's I'm, I'm, I will read this book. I just don't know when. Um, but anyway, uh, good 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 choice. So my uh, wildcard book is actually the book that I chose as a wild no that I talked about uh, the first time. We recorded, Sam, the first episode of the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast, which is one and a half years ago, which is extremely long, a uh, long time. Anyway, it is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, which it's not really an entrepreneurship book. It doesn't really talk about money, uh, but it was, well, if you type in like best entrepreneurship or business books, it's always in the list. Um, it's a very Lindy book because it's been written, like it's written in the 19, I don't know, 50s, 60s, 40s, I don't know, somewhere there. Um and for me, the it's it has a special meaning because it was the first book, first that I read in audio format, and the it is the only well the the, the first book that made me realize that this actually could make my life better. That reading books could actually make my life better and make me turn me into a better person. Um, and so I read, I listened to the book, I then re-listened to it because I liked it so much, and then I restarted it again as I stopped halfway because I found another book that I wanted to read uh, but I think it's a fantastic book that every, anyone could well should um, should read and anyone will get value out of in general so yeah that is uh, that was my wild card so any other remarks on the series that we did so business entrepreneurship or should we talk about the, the next series that we're doing yeah I think um 
I mean, what would you say is your number one take home from like business that you, if you had to give one piece of business advice now having read these books that you'd be like oh well this is the, obviously the thing you need to know I think it would be um, coinciding with my top one is the anti-fragile approach to business because there is no magic formula to business and there's no magic formula to adding but adding value because starting a company is basically you saying okay i'm gonna bring together a bunch of people bring together a bunch of technology and to add value to people's lives um problem is that you don't know what people want you you don't know what will add value in their lives and so the only way to be good at doing something like that is to go for the anti-fragile approach and to take small sec steps fast iterations propose give them a solution see if it actually does add value and if it does add value they'll be willing to to know to pay for it um and then learn from that and keep on iterating so um yeah that's my my main takeaway it's not something that i didn't know before reading these books but i think it's the most important fundamental concept in entrepreneurship hmm. um i really like that point thanks i i think like I was talking about the sort of the things that come up in um the now I'm gonna forget the names. Great. Uh <laughs> oh wait, I'll just look at this instead of trying to use my memory, which apparently doesn't work. Uh so well, the things that came up in like shoe dog and harping about hard things around just um everything going wrong, but it's just not expecting the path to success to just be like linear, cool, I'm doing this, and it's just gonna get easier. As in I think once you, if you're going to go into entrepreneurship, it's going to be stressful. Uh, things are going to all break at some times and there are going to be times when you just have no clue how you're going to reach the na next stage. And that kind of like ability to kind of live with that and not be stressed by it, I think is really essential. Uh, otherwise you just, yeah, you just need to like build that resilience and just kind of be like, wow, everything's gone wrong. It's going to work out somehow. I don't even know how, but like you can just be pretty happy and just carry on working hard and not let that get you down and be like, shit, I need to go panic and go cry to people and everything's terrible. Like, just be like, well, something's going to work out. I just keep on doing it. Opportunities will come up next week that I've never even conceived of. And stuff does just happen and you do get lucky just by like trying and having that kind of blind faith in yourself is really hard to uh, teach people. And so many people like avoid going into business or cause themselves problems like trying to strive for things to work out instantly when if you just had that core resilience within you like it wouldn't be such a problem and you'd have much more sticking power so um i think that's a, a really difficult concept but important to just like understand within you mm -hmm. yeah i think this ties into um what i've been thinking about when thinking about investments w one of the strange things of investments is that if everyone perceives something is a good investment, it becomes a bad investment. And so in the end, good or bad investments are relative or not. They're like, they're no objective. It all depends on the price of that investment. Um, and I think uh, something similar can be seen in entrepreneurship. So as a startup, if it was easy, others would do it too. And so by definition, as a startup founder or as an entrepreneur, you will struggle because um, that's just part of getting there. It's it's never 
going to be easy. It's not, it's always going to be some parts uphill because if it was all downhill, someone else would have done it and they like, it wouldn't be a, a startup or an entrepreneurial, uh, like potential venture. Yeah. I really love that point. It makes a lot of sense around one. There's the, there's the theories around like, just you should try and start hard things anyway, as in like a harder business can actually be almost more easy and that you have less competition and, um, it's just much more uh, niche and stuff, but it's because what you're saying actually ties in with the the that perception is also very important. I think the probably the best entrepreneurial path path would be going for a an idea that seems hard, but is less hard than it seems. Like it's, it's perceived by the world to be hard, but is actually less like it's actually easier than you'd think. Maybe because you have an edge, and I think the same thing can be said exactly the same way about same way about investments. You should invest in things that seem like bad investments because that's going to be priced in, but actually turn out to be better investments that than the the people basically agree on. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and this comes up in lots. Same with uh, if you're trying to be an influence or something, and you want to like talk about stuff that everyone kind of wants to hear about but if everyone's already doing like talking about those things you just don't stick out and stuff and it's boring whereas if you go like super weird and you're like how how can you come to influence on this and then actually like there are some odd people that want to know about that kind of stuff and it's you um yeah i've seen some accounts just grow like crazy with just like some kind of niche but like no one else is talking about it yeah that's true i don't think it translates like immediately but I, it, it it has it has uh it, it there's some truth in that yeah mm. As in, like, if I wanted to start a podcast right now, if I started a podcast on mindset, I'd be pretty fucked. But <laughs> I started my podcast four years ago on mindset. And so, like, I was one of the first ones. And um, at the time, it was kind of niche. But now it's like, and everyone's starting, like, oh, mindset. You should think about mindsets. I'm like, <laughs> been there. Done stop. That. <laughs> Bloody hell. I'm already, people. I'm already successful. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, trying to do things that sort of isn't being generally talked about lots is sort of catching that wave at the right time i guess it's in perhaps hmm anyway all right uh, let's close yeah. the chapter <laughs> on entrepreneurship and business we've talked about that enough um and let's talk about our next season so next season is about the human body and we're gonna be we're gonna be honest here we already read all the books we already <laughs> we already um recorded everything yeah and that's not because we're super organized, because we're super unorganized and didn't get the editing done in time. <laughs> exactly. And that is yeah. that's our responsibility. But anyway, I think this gives us a chance to already present to you the books so you can read along. And so we're going to go through the books, but we're not going to talk about what we thought about of them. I'll just give you the list. Um, and we'll put it in the episode notes, notes as well. And then you can also read them, which... Well, I feel like if there's any that we say people shouldn't read, we should probably just tell them not to bother. Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was all, it's all good. Yeah. First book that we read was If Our Bodies Could Talk, a guide to operating and maintaining a human body. And so, okay, let's let's give one tip. Like if you're really short on time, don't read this one, read the other ones. Okay. That, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> that's all we're gonna say on that. All right. Um, <laughs> you convinced me, Sam. All right, next book was Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. The book after that is Breath by James Nestor. The book after that is Lifespan by Dr. David A. Sinclair. After that, Sam and I read Gut by Julia Enders. Then we read Burn by Herman Ponser. 
And finally, the last book in this series was or is going to be Death by Food Pyramids by Denise Minger or Minger. I don't know how to pronounce it. But anyway, these are the books we read. And in general, I'm not going to talk about the books, but I'm going to say that I never expected these books to have such a profound impact on the way I look at health, body, sports. Um, I've... I, my, I've I've changed completely the way I think about you know sports in general uh, because of of some of the books here, and I would say that honestly, I if I could choose between having read the entrepreneurship books or these books, I would 100% go for the the body one because I think I'm so happy I read those. So, really go through the list, read them all. We've also talked about like the 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 order that I gave them or the order we read them. So start at the bottom. If you're short on time, don't read if our bodies could talk and go immediately for why we sleep. Okay, cool. That rounds up this episode. I'm super excited for you guys to hear the recordings that we did on the following books uh, and for you also to listen to these um, to these books yourself or to read these books yourself because you'll thank us. So with that, we're out. Cheers. Yeah, uh, but you can also join us in Syncify. Uh, yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> my uh, podcast app is released in the app stores. If you type Syncify into Google Play or Apple... Uh, store you can find the app that's uh syncify s-y-n-c-i-f-y uh and you can listen to the podcast there you can chat to us as the show hosts you can uh get our preferences on other top podcasts that we're listening to we can like tag you engage chat about stuff uh talk about books obviously so um yeah it's nice to be social and listen to interesting things and generally become wiser when you're listening to podcasts at the same way as you do with books so if you talk to me on the Syncify app, we're becoming good friends. For sure. I can promise you that. We have the same interests. Um, and if you tell me that I do a very bad job at book reviews, I'm going to be very thankful because I just want to get better at this, you know, um, <laughs> be able to verbalize my thoughts in a more accurate way. So I think with that, have we, have we said everything? I think we have. All right. That's it. Thank you for listening, dear listener. And let's speak to you next week when we read or discuss if our bodies could talk a guide to operating and maintaining a human body. Thank you very much. Cheers. Hey there, Nico here, your second favorite host of the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast. Sam and I would like to get some feedback from you. So what we're going to do from now on is each episode, we're going to select one random comment from the past weeks and we will give them a free electronic version of the book that we've just read. So if you like what we are doing, or if you don't like what we're doing, or if you have a comment or a question, just reach out and we might be in touch. Cheers. Thank you for listening to our podcast. As you know, we are doing this to try and help you get smarter. Well, I have another project for podcast listeners just like you who want to be smart. Nico and I learned so much from reading the same things together and discussing them. And I wanted there to be a tool that made it easy for anyone to listen to the same podcast and books together with their friends. So I'm building the app Syncify, which does just that. It connects you with your friends in the app. Listen to the same things at the same time. Or create shared playlists and work through them at your own pace. You can share comments and highlights of your favourite bits. And become smarter by seeing what your friends think around the same content that you enjoy. As a bonus... It also helps with your mental health and reduces isolation. Personally, I hate publishing my life on social media, which I find all rather antisocial, 
And I don't go out of my way to phone a friend for no reason other than the fact I feel lonely. But I do love doing things with other people, and having my friends listen to the same things is, is really awesome. I mean, I used to speak to Nico like once a year before we started this book club together, and now we talk all the time because we're just doing something together. So do yourself a favour and sign up for the Syncify app at syncifyapp.com. And I really hope it helps. Thanks a lot for listening. If you enjoyed the show or learned anything new, be sure to share it with your friends. And I just can't tell you how great it is if you were to happen to leave a review on iTunes. These really do help quite a lot. If you have any questions or books that you'd like us to read, feel free to reach out to us through the website wiserpod.com or reach out to us on LinkedIn. And just keep loving and keep learning and ideally keep listening. Big love from Sam and Nico and the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast. Thank you.